Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, all you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Today's episode is going to be jam-packed with some powerful stuff, so I want to get right to it. But first, as you guys and gals know, I like to give a shout-out whenever I can, and I wanted to do that today. So um, on Apple Podcasts, Liz Mendel posted a review. She said, Corey is amazing and knows his stuff. I love it. This podcast is where it's at. You want to be healthy? Then listen up. You got this. And then she gave a little thumbs up emoji. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for posting. And as you guys and gals know, I absolutely love it. I'm honored when you post a review or when you post something on social media and share it with me. So do it, do it. And I would love to uh, give you a shout out or holler back at you on social media. Now let's get it going. Today, we are going to talk about some of my favorite stuff. The stuff that honestly can really make all the difference between you finding success and falling by the wayside, just like totally giving up on yourself and your weight loss goals and hopes and dreams. And it all starts <laughs> with a story about skiing. <laughs> yes, skiing, like snow skiing and water skiing. So here's the deal. Like when I was a kid, my family, we did a bunch of fun stuff, but we never had a boat. So I never learned to water ski. And I mean, thinking back, like snow skiing wasn't even really on our radar. I was raised in Georgia. I still live in Georgia. So like snow skiing wasn't an option close to home and we we never really traveled out west and so I don't know. We just it just like I said it wasn't on our radar. We never did it. We never even thought about it. I never even remember wanting to do it. So needless to say, I never learned, right? I never learned how to snow ski or water ski. Now, fast forward about 20ish years <laughs> and I'm married to this wonderful lady who who you have heard me refer to. Her name is Allie. And she has this amazing family. And I'm not saying that because they listen to the podcast. I don't even know if they do, honestly, but like I really, I, I won the prize. Like I'm married into an incredible family, a bunch of wonderful, fun people. And guess what? They all ski. They have a boat and jet skis and they love to water ski, but that's not all. <laughs> they also know how to snow ski, and they've been doing it for years and years, and they enjoy going out west and hitting the slopes, you know? Great. That's awesome. Like, no big deal. I'm thinking, I remember I was I was 30 years old at the time when I was first exposed to this and thinking, okay, they, they like to ski, and I'm going to have to learn how to ski. So I was like, no big deal, right? I mean, I'm athletic. I played basketball and ran track in high school, and I'm in great shape. I mean, I've worked out a ton in my life, so, I'll, man, I'll pick this up. I'll pick this skiing thing up no problem, you know? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't exactly go that way. I quickly and kind of painfully discovered that learning to ski is like learning a foreign language. <laughs> the younger you are when you learn, the easier it is and the quicker you pick it up. I was 30 freaking years old trying to learn how to ski for the first time with a bunch of other people that were seasoned, like they knew what they were doing. Now, Okay, like, you might have a vision in your head right now of how things went 
just from what I've shared, like of me kind of struggling to ski and kind of falling and slipping down a few times. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> let, me, let me clear things up and give you the real story. So first came water skiing. And when learning to water ski, I fell so many times in such like extravagant and acrobatic fashion that my sister-in-law decided to film one day's worth of wipeouts. And she made a compilation video that to this day, like 12 years later, we still watch whenever we need a good laugh. In that one day, in that one day, I had over 20 massive wipeouts. I mean, I look, if you took a turtle and you flipped a turtle over so that its shell was like down towards the ground, and then you threw them across, threw a turtle across the water and like skimmed it across the water like a rock. That's what I looked like a lot of the time. It was either that or just like this catastrophic wipeout where the, it, there was a, an explosion of water, like you dropped a bomb in the water. <sighs> now, here's the reality of it. For me, I mean, looking back, I'm laughing, right? I'm, I'm telling this story and you might be chuckling yourself, but it was frustrating incredibly frustrating. It was embarrassing. I've been a part of this new family for like a year and a half, two years at this point. So, you know, I still want to look good, right? I still want to be like, you know, I want to seem like I know what I'm doing. Uh-uh. It was frustrating. It was embarrassing. It was discouraging. And sometimes, honestly, it was painful. But each time, <laughs> each time I wiped out, I learned something. And gradually, and I mean gradually, I got a little better and a little better until finally I could actually ski. I could easily ski on like two skis, and I could also slalom, which for those of you that don't know, that's skiing on one ski. Now, that was water skiing. A few years later came snow skiing, and once again, I had this mistaken idea. Like, okay, I've learned to ski now, right? Like, I've learned to water ski, and snow's water. It's just frozen, so I got this, right? Because I know how to... I know how to water ski, so so this will be a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Uh, I took one class. I thought, okay, I'm just going to take one class, just get the basics, and then I'll be on the slopes with the, with the, my in-laws and the fam. You know, we'll be good to go. And I was the only adult in the class. <laughs> it was me and about a dozen six-year-olds. They did just fine. They picked it up easy peasy. But me? Nah, uh-uh. I, I actually... <laughs> My poor instructor, this lady, I bulldozed my instructor twice. Yes, I knocked the poor lady down. Not once, but twice. While the other six-year-olds just like pizza pie and zip around. And if you've never been to snow skiing, they call it a pizza pie when you're like putting on the brakes when you're first learning that. I guess I didn't know how to pizza pie yet because I couldn't freaking slow down. And that's why I knocked my instructor down. Twice. <laughs> So my journey of learning to snow ski wound up being just like my water skiing journey. It humbled me. I had to repeatedly ask for help, ask for advice, and it was frustrating. Again, like I said earlier, it was frustrating and discouraging. And honestly, I mean, just like it's not cool for men to say this, but honestly, it was scary at times, and sometimes it was painful. But it's the same thing. As I mentioned earlier, after a ton of wipeouts and wrecks and crashes, I got a little better and a little better, and finally it clicked and I could snow ski. So, what does this have to do with you losing weight, right? I mean, how does this connect? Honestly, everything. It has everything to do with you being successful when it comes to weight loss. Hang with me, 
And I'm going to explain why. I'm going to give you four simple but like amazingly, incredibly powerful take-home points. So let's get into it. Number one, skiing, snow skiing, water skiing, is a skill. Losing weight and being fit is a skill. And just like any skill, if we're never taught, if we never learn how to actually do it, then we can't do that thing, whatever it is. Think about it. Uh, Riding a bike water skiing, playing a guitar, or losing weight and being fit, whatever it is, if we are never taught, if we don't learn, then we can't do that thing. See, so many people think that losing weight is is kind of mysterious, and it's all about like being motivated, or it's all about your genetics, or finding the right diet, or the exercise program that works really well with your body, or just, you know, it really just comes down to having a ton of discipline and willpower. No, look, no ma'am, no sir. Imagine, like, let's flip it over to skiing. Imagine if I thought that all I needed to learn how to snow ski was the right ski boots and then a few secret tips from from the ski pros. That's crazy, right? But we all do the same thing when it comes to losing weight. We want some, like, shortcut to success. We want a quick fix that jumps us from total beginner to seasoned pro, where we totally know what we're doing. And here's the truth. Deep down, we know it, right? But, like, here's the truth. There is no shortcut. Sure, some people learn faster than others, and and we almost get, like, poisoned by that. We see them learn fast, and we go, well, that's the way it should be. Why can't I do it that way? No, no, no. At the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. We're all learning the new skill. It's just that some people are better at learning certain skills than others, just like those stinking little six-year-olds were better at learning how to snow ski than I was. Now, before I move on to the next point, I just want to emphasize this this first point, because I think some people just kind of nod, like, and it, it kind of flies over their head. You may, you may even be nodding right now thinking, yeah, this, this makes sense. Like, it makes rational sense. But hear me out. Look, I'm telling you, most people miss this. And once you understand it, it is a game changer. If you want to lose weight, get fit, have more energy, and have amazing health, if that's the person you want to be, you can do it. And there is no mystery to it. You just have to learn how to do it because it's a skill, just like riding a bike or snow skiing or water skiing or playing a get, playing the guitar or woodworking or anything. You pick anything. Learning how to do anything is always better. And it's all also easier when you have someone by your side. And that brings us to our next point. Point number two, you need help. <laughs> that sounded almost insulting, didn't it? You need help. Go get some help. No. So, look, I guess in actuality, like any of us can learn anything on our own. But man, oh man, it's so much easier and better and more fun when you have someone by your side. When you have a teacher or guide, suddenly you don't feel so alone. I love this little, this little quote from the Bible. It says, Though one may be easily overpowered, two can defend themselves, and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. When you're by yourself, you can be overpowered by your doubt, by your frustration, by your discouragement. You can be overpowered because you don't feel like you know what you're doing. The bottom line is there is power in having help. We can go it alone, but it's tough. And that uphill battle, what is already an uphill battle, just got even steeper when you're going it alone. 
when I was first learning to snow ski, my wife was actually sick that day, like the first few days. So it was me, my brother-in-law, and sister-in-law, God bless their souls, <laughs> and they never left me. Now remember, they both knew how to ski, and they could have they could have zipped right on down the mountain, but they didn't. They hung with me, and they stopped when I crashed, and they helped me up. They made sure I was okay. They gave me a few recommendations and tips, like, hey, did you try this? What happened there? They gave me some encouragement, and off we go again. They had my back. They were with me. And having them with me made such a huge difference. It made the whole process much less scary. I'd never been up on a mountain out west. Like, what in the world? What if I get lost? What if I take a wrong turn? What if I break my leg or break my neck and nobody's there, right? It made it much less scary, much more fun, and it probably really sped up my learning curve. So if you want to lose weight and you want to do it right and not be miserable and alone during the process, I highly highly recommend and suggest you get some help. It will be well worth the investment. It'll make the whole process more enjoyable. And I would pretty much guarantee you'll find success twice as fast. Next up, take home number three. It takes time, man. (laughs) Learning any skill, learning any new skill, skiing or losing weight or any of those other ones we mentioned, it takes time in two distinct ways. First, we need to realize it's going to take months or maybe even a year or more to learn this new skill. Think about it like going to college. We go to college to learn, to learn how to be something. A teacher, a lawyer, an architect, a scientist, whatever, it doesn't matter. We want to be something. And we know it's going to take, we know going into it, it's going to take us a few years to get there. We don't like cruise into college going, eh, you know what? I'll zip through these classes and graduate in a couple months. (laughs) No, it's absurd, right? We know it's going to take time. We will spend years learning to be something. If you want to be a different person, a person who is fit and healthy with great energy, it's going to take some time to get there. I'm not saying it's going to take years like getting a PhD in college, but you ain't going to knock it out with a four-week challenge. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really not sorry. Like, I'm not a huge challenge fan. You guys know that by now. Anyways, the second way, the other way that the process of learning takes time is on a daily, real life, like here and now level. I can't tell you how many times I have clients come to me and they're all fired up and they're ready to lose weight. And they're also crazy busy with a bunch of other priorities in their life. Now, look, that's perfectly okay. And I'm not saying that you have to or need to like totally shut down your life in order to lose weight. No, not at all. Not at all. But I am saying this, that learning the skill of weight loss has to also become a priority. And that might mean moving something out of a priority status. If we go back to the college analogy, we all know what happens to the people who prioritize video games and partying over studying. <laughs> they fail. They drop out. They don't succeed. They don't become whatever it is they want to be. They don't become a teacher. They don't become a lawyer. They don't become a doctor. They fail. When I was learning how to water ski, it took entire weekends of my time and energy and effort when I could have been doing something else that I already knew how to do and that seemed way more fun. But I prioritized learning how to water ski. And that's why I eventually got it. That's why I know how to ski now. 
Okay. Next up, let's keep moving. This next one is is the last one, right? It's number four. And oh, man, without doubt, it is is one of the, if not the, it is, I will say it is the most important thing I could ever share with you. Man, that's like a bold promise, isn't it? Turn me up. Turn your turn your volume up. Grab a pen. This is it. The most important thing I can share with you. You ready? Take home number four. You will get it. You will be successful. Guaranteed. I promise. As long as you don't quit. Listen up. This will change your life. I took so many nasty spills when I was learning to ski that I eventually learned like the right way to fall, the right way to wipe out while minimizing my chance for injury. You've got to learn the exact same thing. You've got to learn how to screw up, get up, and keep moving forward. Because just like me, you're going to screw up. Newsflash, it ain't going to be a perfect, smooth road. It's going to be bumpy, and there's going to be mess-ups and obstacles and challenges along the way. Like, it's going to be tough. It's inevitable. So how do you mess up while minimizing your chances of, like, total failure? While minimizing your chances of abandoning your goals and your hopes and your dreams and never getting the results you want, never getting the body you want. How do we minimize that? Well, the first thing is you cannot be afraid to fail. And we don't realize it, but it's there, gang. It's deep inside of us. We don't want to fail. You cannot be scared of failure. You can't be scared to screw up. But that's easy for me to say, right? (laughs) And it can be super hard to do. I mean, it's kind of like somebody saying, well, just don't be afraid. Just don't be mad. Just have no fear. Well, gee, thanks, Captain Obvious, right? I mean, I'll get right on that. You know, I'll just hop to it. It's, it's hard. It's hard to change an emotion. It's hard to change how you feel. But what will help is once you know what's behind that emotion. So let's dig a little deeper right here, and I want to give you some insight. For so many people, the thing that is driving their fear of failure, like when it comes to weight loss, is that sneaky, sinister, little, all-or-nothing perfectionist mindset. Now, I talked about this before in in various episodes, but primarily in episode number one, episode number one, the very first one. So go back and check that out sometime. But here's the bottom line. The all-or-nothing perfectionist mindset is emotional and irrational. It's like this little voice in our head that slyly convinces us that messing up, just messing up one time in that moment, means we're going to fail ultimately. So why not just give up now? Plus, here's the other thing. Messing up can be embarrassing and painful. Remember what I said about learning to ski? It was frustrating and discouraging and scary at times and sometimes painful. If I wasn't courageous, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but like, because there's other areas where I struggle and I I don't do this, but like when it came to skiing, if I wasn't courageous enough to fail, then I would never learn. I would have never been successful. You have to talk back to that little voice in your head. You have to begin to embrace failure, not just tolerate it, but embrace failure and your mess-ups and your screw-ups, not as a red flag, not as a sign of your ultimate collapse, but as help. Every time you fail, that is actually a help to you. That's an aid. Yes, 
Your mess-ups, your screw-ups are actually helpful if you begin to flip it and see them in a totally new light, if you reframe it. This is what I'm talking about. Looking back, when I was learning how to ski and experiencing crash after crash after crash with a head full of water and my muscles aching and hurting in weird places, somehow, I don't know how it happened or when it kind of flipped in my head, somehow I became like borderline obsessed. It was like me against the water, me against skiing. And man, I was come hell or high water, no pun intended, I was going to win. I was going to learn because there was no way that I was going to give up. No way. My failure somehow became fuel. It fueled me. Every time I messed up, every time I fell, it fueled me. Every time I wiped out, it made me mad, but like in a almost like a motivated way, like motivated anger. And it just fueled me to do it, to get up and go at it again and again. But that wasn't all. It wasn't just that my failures fueled me. My brain flipped into like a computer mode. And every time I crashed, I was collecting data, analyzing, okay, why it happened? What messed me up here? What tweak or adjustment can I try next time? And then suddenly, the whole process wasn't about me being frustrated or crashing or being scared. It wasn't even about that anymore. I, I was like a scientist obsessed with figuring this out. The fear was gone. The embarrassment was gone. And my success went from if to win. It wasn't if I can just hang in there and figure this out. Suddenly it was, man, when I figure this out, like once I figure this out, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty fun. But at first, after a half a dozen wipeouts or so, like when I was first getting into the process, it was not that way. And here's the super, super important part. If I had quit, had I quit, I would have never been successful Listen to me, beautiful people. When it comes to losing weight, the number one problem you must overcome is quitting. If you do not quit, you will not fail. Period. I promise. I can confidently make that promise. That's the only way I learned to ski, and it's the only way you'll learn the skill of losing weight and being successful with your body. Whew! Man, okay. As you can tell, maybe, hopefully you can tell, this is some of my favorite stuff. It gets me fired up. I love it. I love it. So, super quick review. Let's wrap this up. Learning to ski, learning to lose weight, they're both hard. Both are super tough. But you can do it if you realize a few things. Number one, they're both a skill. Losing weight and being fit is a skill. And like any skill, you need to be taught and you have to learn it and practice it until you get it. Number two, having someone there to help you makes the whole process so much better. It can make all the difference in the world. They can teach you, encourage you, hold you accountable, and really shrink your learning curve. Number three, it takes time. People don't become a doctor or a lawyer after a couple months of college, and you probably won't become a new, slender, super fit version of yourself after going to the gym for a few weeks or halfway doing a diet for a month. It takes time to get you where you want to be, and it takes time also daily of prioritizing your goals with your body. And lastly, number four, you will get it. I promise you will be successful. 
as long as you don't quit. You can't be afraid to fail because you're going to mess up. So talk back to that little negative voice in your head and redefine your failure as fuel and data. And think about it. This is what's so crazy. When you do that, when you redefine failure as a good thing, when failure becomes fuel and data, then suddenly the more you fail, the better, right? <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it's like you're not scared to fail at all because that's just more fuel on your fire and more data for you to learn from. Become a scientist obsessed with figuring this out and you will figure it out and be successful. Guaranteed. I promise. Ah, okay. Oh, that's it. Much love to all of you. As you know, I'm absolutely honored you spend your time with me, and I always, always, always love to hear your feedback. It makes my day. Absolutely makes my day when you share this episode or any episode on social media and tag me or post a review on Apple Podcasts. I love that too. And last but not least, let's say it loud, say it proud. Remember, there's more to your body than what you weigh. You're a beautiful person regardless. And this whole process, this whole process of losing weight and become healthier, it's not just about looking a certain way. Losing weight is really about gaining life. Ah, oh, Y'all rock. I love you. Much love. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.